test, 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 test. Just say test, please. <laughs> Just say test, please. Test. Hello and welcome. <laughs> welcome to the first episode of the Convos with My Mom podcast. I'm Charlotte Horst Baldivias, your co-host, here with my co-host, Lisa Horst Baldivias, also known as my mom. <laughs> you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> um, our first episode, uh, we are going to talk about, have a convo um, on social media. And we chose social media to start because it's actually kind of the topic that gave us the idea to make a podcast. It was New Year's Eve 2021 going into 2022. We were sitting at Eli's Night Shift. Do you remember this? Not really. Okay. <laughs> and we were having a conversation. I was going in and out of being on social media. And it was kind of the start of it. Actually, it might have even been like a year before I kind of started that being on and off social media. But I was trying to explain to you why I was having such a hard time with being on social media. Like the way that it like influenced my mood or the way I was feeling. And you weren't really understanding and I didn't have the language to talk to you about it in a way to help you understand but out of that conversation came this idea of we have these kind of conversations all the time where we talk about we pick a topic and we're like mid-conversation and whether we're understanding each other or not we still talk about it and sometimes it leads to frustration a lot of times or sometimes we're like oh okay actually like I see your point and, and the idea of a podcast is born out of that, of being like, okay, well, let's, you know, broadcast some of these conversations so that, you know, other people can, can maybe think about the conversations that they have with their parents or, you know, can understand, you know, some of the ways that you can talk about it with somebody who maybe is from a different generation than you. Because we're close, we're friends. That's hard to say sometimes, but we are. That's a whole other topic like that's a whole other segment its own to us talking about being friends it's our own episode it is um but we are we are from different generations even though you're fairly young compared to other people's parents that are my age um I have kind of a complicated relationship with it and I think most of the people in my life know like the way that I'm on it or not but I would actually say now at this point in time you also kind of have a complicated relationship with it or it's become complicated it's become complicated yeah it's evolved to something that i like uh, like borderline obsessed with <laughs> but then at the same time like i've gotten to a point where i'm i don't share a ton anymore because of like how it's you know like the evolution of of where i'm at or what you know like people's comments and so it's definitely topical in terms of like how this whole thing started and your struggle with it to where I'm at now like because that's kind of how I'm feeling about it right and I think a lot of it has to do with um how much access people have to you right mm -hmm. and allowing that I know that that I've gone in and out of like what that means to me like letting people have access to how much of my life or for me I think a bigger part of it is this um whether or not it's real 
Like right. that is, I think probably some of my biggest, my biggest problem with social media is that like, it's a highlight reel. Right. And we all see that and we all know that. And people, you know, will be like, oh, well, it's just highlights and we know that. But it's like, why? And why do we, like, why do we want it to be a highlight reel? I, I think there's a lot of beauty in that if like that's all it is. But I think underneath the highlight reel aspect of it is also like projecting better things that are than maybe what's actually happening to Well, you. and I think that's the flip side of it is the what we put out there is not always received as it's intended. Mm. So what we put out there or what my intention is, is often skewed. And it's almost like the more access we give to people, the more that they take away from it. And, and, and entirely outside of what was intended, in my opinion. I mean, that's, you know, that's what I'm finding as, as time progresses. You know, I mean, I think one of the things we've always talked about is like the posting, like when you were in college and I would always post like, you know, my trips to San Francisco and like everybody's envisioned this lovely, beautiful, exciting, wild life that we have. And yes, we've been incredibly fortunate and been able to do, you know, so many things. Um, but I think those highlights give people a perception of more than, than is out there. And, you know, that's where I struggle is like, I'm, I feel like I'm giving too much because then I feel like based on like comments people make, they're taking too much for me. Mm. And that's where I kind of start to shut down. It's like, I don't, you know what? And not that I'm some, you know, great, you know, neat person that everybody wants a glimpse of but i say this like i don't want to give you glimpses anymore because you're misperceiving what i'm showing you and it's you know that it it, it became kind of a bummer it's like really really got ugly when i moved to new york and it's like people you know had terrible misconceptions about my life when i moved to new york and it's like you know i don't and I, the thing is, I post good, bad, ugly. Like, I don't, you know, there's a lot of, like, kind if you... Kind of. Well, if you look back, like, very specifically on my Instagram, it gets really womp there for, you know, <laughs> you know, when everybody started to die off. Then it's, yeah, you know, because, right. you know, I was deep in my sorrow. And so just, I don't know. It, it, you know, and, and no different than when I'm watching somebody else's or looking at somebody else's. Like, we all create a narrative out of what we see. You know, like that, like you said, like, we give them a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to what you said about the obsession of it, which is... <laughs> My. Uh, well, I think everybody. everybody. I think ultimately, like, for me, like, I say this to people all the time, especially a lot recently, is this sort of we've lost, I think, a, the ability to have, like, a one-track mind. And we are so constantly, like, wanting to distract ourselves from things and I think oh, social absolutely. media has been really helpful in that to the point where like we're watching TV I'm also scrolling Instagram um we're having a conversation well let me just like open up my phone and check Instagram and it become has become really passive I think that's what I notice in people a lot is that I think most people don't even know when they're doing it I think it it, it is so subtle um and then and a lot of times if you're somebody who also does that maybe you don't notice that somebody else is doing it but it's really crazy. I actually took a yoga class the other day and there was a like a heavy meditation portion and the teacher was talking about the fact that multitasking doesn't really exist. That's not like our minds are actually cannot 
cannot do two things at once. Um, there's always like the, yes, there's the active and the passive, but there's just like our minds are on one thing. So if you are watching a movie, but you're scrolling on Instagram, you're scrolling on Instagram and mm-hmm. that's what you're absorbing. Um, and so that's, I think uh, the obsession part of it is so, so wide. And that is not specific to you or to me. I mean, I, I've been back on Instagram for whenever we launched that we were doing this podcast and I have been on Instagram for a couple hours a day since previously I'd been off for four, maybe five months. And now I am back to being obsessed. Like my, I know how to get to it. It's not even on my home screen, but I type in Instagram. Like it's become this thing that just happens. So the obsession part of it, I mean, I, that's a study I'd be interested in is like what (laughs) sort of, you know, receptors in our mind have helped us develop that. But I want to go back to like, Oh, I want to um, go to how you were your first like dalliance on um, social media, how that started, because you had something that I think is pretty iconic for women your age, and that is a joint ins- a joint Facebook account. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. We started Facebook. I I think it was two thousand nine. I saw one of my friends on it. She talked about it, and at first I wasn't really interested. I was like, eh. And then like she would show me things, and I'd be like, oh, that's funny. And it was always like a, just a bunch of like different like high school people um i'm not even i'm not even positive like who or you know where it all like all started to come into play and i was like okay okay i I can do this i think at the time like i didn't i just think of even currently i don't think of myself as really technologically savvy so i think it seemed overwhelming at first and i was like oh that's a lot um, and, and I, yet I would sit on a computer and work all day long. So it's like, I have that, right. you know, I'm on a computer, so it's not like that didn't exist, but so I, oh, I went ahead and did it and then I just shared it with my husband. It was only my name, but I shared it with my, my it husband. Like Lisa, capital N, net. <laughs> no, I Annette. think it was just, it was just mine. Lisa I, but I think. Or Lisa Horst, I guess it probably would have been because you weren't. Oh no, you were freshly married. I think I was freshly married. I, I'm pretty sure we were already married. Um, but he, it was differentiated between us because he typed in cap locks. So, exclusively. exclusively. My dad just only ever, like he would text in all caps. He would post on Facebook in all caps. It was just his preferred. And he would write in all caps, but just less weird, but still funny when you think about it. Right. So it I th- that was an easy way for, um, you know, people that knew us to differentiate. And he would do little, like, haikus and little poems. <laughs> he was a poet. Yeah, That's so, true. like, really, you know, there were times where it was very obvious that there, when it was me or when it wasn't, when it wasn't me. But I do remember, um, kind of in the beginning, I'd say within the first year, he'd posted something. I, I want to say about... Maybe he had to pee or, you know, maybe it was a little poem about peeing. Sure. Um, and one of my friends had to, uh, chose, chose to hide it for fear that like her, her kids could potentially see it. His haiku about pee. His haiku about pee. And I, that made me really, really giggle. Um, and I was like, okay. And that was your first taste of negative feedback. Yeah, that was my first taste of negative <laughs> of feedback. And if I'm not mistaken, it was probably shortly after that that he created his own account. Okay. And I may have pushed it. I may have been like, 
I'm losing friends because you have to talk about pee. <laughs> you know, when in the background, like, I mean, I, I talk about, like, really crazy vulgar stuff. So, it's, like, not, like, worse than pee. that wasn't anything that, like, I wouldn't have discussed. But all of a sudden, I got called out on it. And I was, like, <laughs> oh, goodness, no. And I think it took me about, I don't know, a half a second to really get a good giggle out of, like, what was happening. The fact that, you know, I was being blocked because there was... Uh, the word p on my page right that so what were you sharing at the start like was uh, you had just gotten married so wedding photos or like were i you probably sharing launched it right around the time because we got married um as like we went on we got married with our close Pro- family fairly and friends privately. fairly privately so then i probably you know that was my announcement that i had gotten married maybe i don't know i'd have to go back to the beginning to look and see like what was I don't know probably I don't know pictures of the sky I, I who knows like terrible terrible pictures I took or you know I don't know I'd have to go back but it was I will say at that time it was very fun to like reconnect with people to you know because that you know we were so it was 2009 I'd been out of high school like 20 years 2007 I think would have been 20 years so it was like fun to like you know see people come on and you know kind of reconnect for those that you know we I wasn't close to or didn't see on a regular basis. So there was you know certainly an entertainment like that in the beginning. And I also think it's so different for your generation because of what you just said that like you hadn't seen each other or maybe if you hadn't seen each other in twenty years this is a time to reconnect. Whereas like we were on it we were still in high school and on it. So this sort of like, I suppose in theory, it could have been a, oh, we'll keep in touch this way. But it was right. also, but it was, I think it was less of that and more of like, I don't know, keeping people updated on your life versus like a pen pal situation, you know? I don't, right. Yeah, no, no, no. Like that, that is like a very small difference, but, but big when you think of like how it will continue to go on and like what it becomes to like what you're showing people. I have a lot of interest in and in why people post on social media. Like I think I think about my grandparents on social media on Facebook specifically and when I told them that I'm not on Facebook anymore, they were like, "Oh, why not?" or were kind of sad because that was how they were keeping up with me. They were seeing photos of me that way. And I think there is a group of people that use it like um, an up-to-date scrapbook. Sure. And I think that that can be really useful. Absolutely. And one of the things I was thinking is, um, and this is like social media in general, like you share this information, like you said, it's, you know, like kind of a way to keep connected and keep in touch. But then I think like one of the things that eventually happens is, and I know I say this very specifically for myself you get to thinking you know people mm. more, more <laughs> intimately because you're seeing these regular things happen in their lives. And so I know that that's a problem for me. So it's like on Instagram, I remember years ago, I'd be like, oh, my Instagram friend. And it'd be like, you know, I don't know, Katy Perry. Like, so random. You still like, you'll slide <laughs> into a DM and be like, love this. And like, I will. that's so crazy to me. <laughs> but like to you, you're like, well, I follow this person like right. and we're really lucky you're really lucky I guess that you're so positive about it because it's the same that is oh, right very I, directly I think the same type of entitlement that people who slide into DMs that are like 
you fuck suck. you go kill yeah. yourself yeah like that's the same it's the same thing yours is just happens to be really positive <laughs> and i would never like even if i didn't have like even if i didn't agree with or really felt super strongly i would never use instagram or social media I probably made some posts that were probably negative, but in terms of like directly communicating mm-hmm. with somebody, never, you know, you suck. I hate this, whatever. Have you ever gotten a really nasty message? No. Well, I don't think so. I've gotten one. Well, oh. Well, it was, yeah, from a child that I used to nanny. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was really hard. That was, and I think, like, it was somebody I knew. Like, I, you know, I don't, I would, at this point in my life, I don't know what it feels like to have a stranger reach out and, like, say something really terrible to me, and I don't know how I'll feel at that point, as anybody listening, I'm sure, my seven friends know that I am highly sensitive, and so, I, I, you know, who knows how I'll take it, but getting that one single bad message from, like, a child that I knew, that I spent a lot of time with, that I cared so deeply for, (laughs) sucked like that was yeah that was really very it was like, and it was ugly it was really it and was it was message. its intention was to be cruel yeah and the sad part is is it was a child yeah and the fact that he had the wherewithal to know that he was gonna cut deep like that's gnarly it is gnarly i did i blocked him I'm a big blocker though, and and if you know me, I I probably have recommended that you block somebody in your life. <laughs> I just I think it's a really powerful tool in a very positive way, especially on social media. My new thing now, actually, not that I just suddenly started doing this. I've always kind of done this. Is muting people. I mute people all the time, and it is my favorite thing. I'm not unfollowing them. They don't they don't know that they're muted. But if I'm like one, if I don't need to interact with your content, or two, I don't. It doesn't make me feel great to see it, but you're somebody in my life that, like, I need to stay connected with via, like, following you on Instagram. Right. I'll just mute you. And it's so interesting. It's like, you know, maybe people I went to high school with where I'm like, I or, like, I would feel bad about unfollowing them. It's like something as small as that or people I went to college with or things like that. So I, I think muting can be really helpful and healthy, and I also think blocking can be. I think... If something, I think something that really worries me about social media is like, for myself, it does influence how I'm feeling. Like I can be very, I would say passively triggered on social media without even knowing it. And then, you know, 15 minutes after I've gotten off Instagram, I'm like, God, why am I in a bad mood? Or why am I, why am I hating my body right now? Like what happened? And it's like, oh, I just like happened to scroll past this thing that flicked a switch in my mind that sure. made me start thinking about something. And this, this, these are like the words that I think I actually like couldn't articulate. And I think part of me might have been embarrassed to say something like that to you to be like, oh, I'm being, you know, influenced by this thing in social media in a negative way versus a positive way. Right. I think so many times, like for me, like I don't, I, I've never really thought about the influenced part of it. But it's absolutely what it is. Yeah. Like I think about, here's one thing that really sticks with me is at Thanksgiving when we were at our family's house and my nephew was like, oh, something about your influencer sneakers. And I was like so offended. And at the end of the day, where'd you see them? 100% I bought them because I saw somebody wear them. And I'm sure I bought them off of a link through Instagram. Yeah. So no, I'm 100 
percent influenced. But I just, I, it's really. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm super slow on the t- uptake right here. Like I, I started Instagram in 2011. That is 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm just now realizing, like, oh no, for You're sure I'm influenced. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I don't know why I'm so slow. I, I think because I want it to be something different than it is. Mm-hmm. What do you want it to be? I want it to just be this simple, like, sharing. You know, like, here I'm going to make this post about whatever. Here's five pictures of, of what I did in January. What do you think of the fact that people, influencers, that like this has become a job? Like in fun. This... I think it's fantastic. Okay, I do too. I did fun. Knock yourself out. Like you're a salesperson. You're a salesperson. You're a salesperson. You worked retail. Like Oof, yeah, I hate sales. <laughs> and maybe that's a part of it for me. Like I'm not trying Could to, be. you know, like I'm not trying to sell you anything. I just wanted to show you like five things that happened to me in, um, you know, I don't know, last month. Yeah. Like, probably one of my favorite posts on Instagram, I was like, um, I think I did it at the beginning of May, April flower, April showers, bring me flowers, because it was all tulips. Oh, Last yeah. year, it was all, t- like, everywhere I went in the city, it was tulips just flower. coming up, by the way, and I'm so excited. <laughs> um, this is when the spring hits. Like, it's just flowers. Like, that's what makes me happy. Yeah. But sometimes, like, you know, that's not enough. To who, though? I don't know, the people out there, you know, like they get, like they have, we created an environment where we had this super exciting and wild, lovely life. And like, now it's like, womp, womp. But a lot of that I think is, is my, my feeling about it. Like that's all very personal. That's not, somebody may say A and I interpret it as B, you know? And so that's mind and how I try to work through it and what and I work through it by just literally pulling away (laughs) yeah (laughs) cut off no more you don't get to see my life anymore I want to make a point to say there are so many parts of our life that are really magical and wild and full of adventure and but it but it's like also like in the same it's balanced with the hard and the ugly and the boring well like it's not only it's not either like good or bad there's also sometimes we're just like nothing's happening right super boring and i think one of the things that we're really good at in life is sharing good bad ugly with and i'm not talking about social media at this point Mm. just in life oh yeah like i know that like with my friends like we are really open and honest with each other so we i share all of it with them and the people closest to me and that doesn't that's not just my my friend group but also you know like close family members or whatever like i'm i'm an open book in that manner like i don't i don't have a ton to hide because if i have something to hide like i probably don't even share it with you so it's like no you hide it (laughs) So nobody gets, you know, nobody gets those things that I hold really, really close. Sure. Nobody. So what I do put out there, like I, you know, we're just kind of an open book. It is what it is. Like our, you know, our relationship is, has evolved to what it is because we've worked really hard at it, but we share that information yeah, or, you know, our life. We're here where we're at, you know, but I've, you know, we've shared that along the way. So, you know, just, it gets frustrating if people have a misperception about something because it's like well i mean that wasn't my intention and if people and it's like it's totally that adage of like one bad apple 
Because sure. if one person says something, then I'm like, oh my gosh, then there must be more. The whole thing. Then I feel terrible about everything. There's gonna be more people that think think or see it in this manner. Right. And I do try to be really conscientious of what I put out there, just because. Uh, and I, the way I'm mean, saying this as if I have this big ass following and all these <laughs> people that I'm influencing, so not the case. Uh, but it just you know. I know, but your community is really important to you. And is yeah. there a, like, does follow you. I mean, the, like, the people in your life love you. And so they are really interested in what's going on with you. So, sure, it's not, you know, a well, massive following, but it is, a, it is a following that is very interested in, in you because they care about you because you're somebody to care about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I really do. And it's, I, it, it's really, for me at this point, it's a very love-hate. Sure. And I, you know... Where I go from here, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. You know, it's like I want to share, but I don't, you know, I mean, I don't want to put something out there that's going to, you know, maybe offend somebody or mm-hmm. make somebody think, you know, this, that, or the other. So I just, I really think about it. And now I'm to the point where I really just don't post anything. Right. Because you just think about it too much. Before I you totally do it. overthink yeah. it. And what are people going to see this as? And that's not, you know, I don't know. Maybe with this, you know, I get back to just, you know, like a regular, you know, you know, like my monthly dump. Okay. Guess what? Don't look. Number one, don't look. And number two, don't tell me. Right. Mute you. <laughs> they can mute you. Yeah. Or you just don't block like you. I mean, truly. You know? And then, I, and it's not even, it's really more about, like, like saying something to me that... Like, when I moved to New York, like, here's a great example. When I moved to New York, um, it was this perception that, you know, we just were, like, out doing all this stuff all the time. And just, you know, like, my life was, like, people were, like, oh, my God, like, it's constant vacation. And it's, like... And we were based on what we posted. uh, Absolutely. But that's the, you know, that's the thing about it is you're seeing what I post. Mm -hmm. You're taking one tiny little snippet of what I post. Right. And then making this presumption about, you know, everything. So that that was really frustrating um, to hear kind of comments like that because it's like, no, I'm not always on vacation. I do work. I have a full-time job, you know, but do I get take the opportunity to, like, do things? Absolutely. I'm in a brand new city. I'm going to do that. So it's like if I share that with you, you can't, you know, make the assumption that that's all I do. What about that assumption bothers you? That I live my, my life's one big vacation? Yeah. Um, because I think it, I, I personally feel like it paints me in a light, um, a little bit pompous, mm-hmm. which I don't love, like I don't love that. Um, but also that like, I, like that I don't have a good work ethic or I don't work or like, those are bothersome things to me. Sure. But also, I guarantee nobody wants me posting about my work. Oh like, my god, no, not on a bad day either. <laughs> like god. nobody's gonna really get any joy or entertainment out of that. So it's like, like all I'm gonna show you is the good stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's like you know, I mean, I think I've, I'm also very honest about like if I'm you know repost something about my dad or if I'm having a sad day like I'll put those like I mean I miss my family so so much I'll put those out there you know I definitely put those out there but otherwise you're you're gonna get the good shit sorry 
Yeah. Well, and, and I have to come to terms with that. That's my. That's a me thing. That's a me problem. It's true. <laughs> I gotta come to terms with. But I get it. I really do. And you know what? I I want to speak to your. You know, as you referred to earlier, as your womp womp post, like a sad post or something. <laughs> You are known for having such a great sense of humor that even in your, like, sad post, like, the, like, almost self-deprecating way that you're, like, woe is me is still, like, humorous. And so I don't think anybody ever has looked at something you've posted and is, like, I mean, they feel bad for you, but they're not, like... Well, okay, and that's another thing. I'm not posting so you feel bad for me. Right. And then that, like, then I get caught up in my, you know how I feel about that. Like I just, it's this crazy cycle. And like I said, these are me problems. These are things that I have to work through Mm -hmm. and I've got to figure out what's going to suit me best and how I can, you know, take and handle these kind of things. But I think it could be nice for people to know that they're not alone if they also have these thoughts. Sure. Because two years ago, you didn't. Two years ago. You did not have these thoughts. Your relationship with social media was very different. By two years, I mean, New Year's Eve 2021. Yeah. You were very much like, don't think just do I'm posting because this makes me happier. I want yes. to post this. This goes in my scrapbook, right? Which is like, I again, like we said, the way we think Instagram should be or Facebook even. Um, and f- over the last two years, things have changed. I mean, a lot of your life has changed over the last two years. Yes. You know, so much. So I similarly but different had a really big moment with social media when I moved to New York. Um, the year before you, maybe two years before you, I was posting about, um, things about my body very specifically. It was very specific to my body, um, which is very important to note because of what was, was going on underneath this. But I was posting about, I had gained weight. That was, you know, something that I think was clear in some of the pictures. Um, and I was posting about my my legs the way that I had cellulite or um I have stretch marks on my hips and I was posting that um I posted about my body hair that mm-hmm. was a huge one because that um blew up on body hair um Instagram accounts and I got a lot of followers that way <laughs> um and that I did get a ton of messages I mentioned the one hateful comment I got I get tons of really <laughs> positive positive messages about my body hair they make me uncomfortable but the reality is I had an Instagram account reach out to me and be like hey can we post this on our page and I was like sure and did it come with you know 300 followers sure but it also came with you know 200 messages of people being like mm, yummy pit hair I want to lick it like it was or like I hope your bush matches your so that was, you know, something else to deal with. That was a new right. thing. But people were, I got such positive responses to doing that. I, everything I posted had just like so many comments from people in my life. Like I was, again, like I was doing this for my own following, which is, you know, just my friends, people in my life. And people were loving it. People were just like, wow, how cool I feel this way. Like it felt really good when I was doing it. And I had a lot of confidence, but like you said, one bad apple and I got, I did get, um, basically criticism from one person and it was an an ex-boyfriend. Um, and he was like, this isn't you. Like, I don't really understand what's happening. And he said, and I'll never forget this because of the way he said it. He basically was like, you were so confident when I knew you and what changed. And what was so striking to me about that was that it, I 
felt like what I was doing was confident. I felt like I was putting myself out there in a way that I never had before, that was really transparent, like, hey, world, I have these issues with my body. And I think that there is space for that. And I think that that there is still truth in what I was doing. I think there's also truth in the fact that I had an experience prior to doing that that took me out of my body, that made me, that I was not processing as well. And so I think I, my mind and my body were trying to reconnect in a way. And I thought maybe this sort of like public, not validation, but just like trying. I was just trying to get people to... I needed I needed attention. I needed I needed something and that that became really clear to me way long after I did it. Um and I I'm so grateful for the people who were who did have really positive interactions with with my posts at that time. I think I've removed most of them from my page, not all of them, but most of them. The posts? Yeah, the okay. posts. Yeah. Well, and I think that in and of itself self becomes polarizing because those kind of posts then make people feel a certain type of way and um most people are not comfortable with your body hair you know we can't you know so many people are not so many people are not comfortable with anybody's body hair on a female on a female men can be hairy all day every day and if a woman chooses that there's obviously something wrong with her Mm -hmm. you know there's such an ooh factor to it and that's unfortunate and and I want to I want to pause right here. We're going to talk about body image issues actually on the next episode, but I want to pause to say I just am so obsessed with everything that you just said because because there was a period of time where you were not comfortable with my body hair. No, it's an, it was an evolution. Yeah. Like I had to, you know, because I, you know, I'm of a generation where we remove these things mm-hmm. and that's not what is physically appealing. Right. And at the end of the day, your body and your comfort with your body that's not my place right it is absolutely it was my job as your mother to mother that sounded so harsh (laughs) your mother um but it was you know my job as your parent to raise you in a way and we will obviously our next thing we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll talk to this so much more that like you're comfortable with whatever with what you have yeah this is your vessel and you're gonna choose to utilize your vessel in the manner in which you see fit. Yeah. You know, so, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's, it, you know, it's complicated. It's super complicated. I think it's complicated for everybody. Yeah. For most people, I should say. Sure. Um, I can't imagine the life of an influencer and what they have to go through. Having, the, it's really like the sense of entitlement. Or anybody, yep. anybody with like a large following on social media, celebrities, anybody. Um the entitlement that people feel to their lives, which right. is, I think, a lot to what you're speaking of. is like, you don't want people to feel entitled to your life because ultimately right. they aren't. But when you do share so much for mm-hmm. so long, then that becomes right. a thing. Then I am putting it out there. Right. And I'm putting it out there with a, you know, in a picture in a box that allows you to comment, mm-hmm. like, whatever. So I am putting it out there for you to peruse and do with what you choose to do with. So this is where like I got to circle back and this is where it becomes a me issue. I have to figure out how I'm going to process that. Sure. 
And I, you know, like I said earlier, like people, you know, make comments. I've been really lucky that people, the comments that are made are made to me, verbally to me. I don't have to look at it in writing. Right. Because if I had to, I'd revisit that little fucker probably way too often to just read the negativity and let it sit in. So thank goodness for that. Like, I'm really grateful for that. But that is, you know, that's something that, you know, we talk about it a lot. Have I made changes or... No, probably not. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think about it. I mean, it's because I mean, I'm on Instagram all the time. Right. Like, if I have, like, the attention span of a gnat. So, like, if I'm doing something and I'm, you know, even remotely bored, out comes the phone and then I'm, you know, on a nap. And I am that person that, like, will be in a group and I'm not even paying attention to anything but my phone. And nobody really says anything. No, because you're not you, the only person who No, does you'll say something to me and that and I'm gl- I'm grateful for that because that makes me stop and think like okay, it's okay to put my phone down. Well, and it's <laughs> I know that it's habit. Like mm-hmm. with you specifically, I mean with lots of people I'm sure, but like I'm I'm glad you're comfortable with me saying anything to you. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. I'm 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 really it lucky. pisses me off in the moment, but <laughs> yeah, it's clear. Um oh, thanks. But I remember I, uh, one of my very best friends, we previously dated and we would be like literally sitting at dinner and we'd be mid-conversation and he would just like be on his phone and like he'd be playing a game on his phone or something. Like it was so crazy and I'd be like, we're, we're together right now. Can you just put it away and play your game later? So it's, you know, it's been years of, of everybody kind of trying to figure out. He now actually has really strong like time restraints on his phone and like is almost never on his phone when he's with somebody now which I think is really cool yeah, like that is really good the strides that people can make so it's like I don't doubt that you'll figure out your own sort of whatever you need to do I'm still in the middle of you know I went through what you're experiencing a couple years ago and I'm still trying to figure it out for me it took being off inst- on and off Instagram last year I think I was off it more than I was on and yeah. I still don't know what to do I just posted um 10 photos of my face primarily and in that included me feeling really hot me having an allergic reaction to something me crying after getting some really hard to handle news and I did it and then more um selfies of me um liking the way I looked like my skin looked good in one of them you know it's like things that I'm like this is what I want to portray I want people to know all of these things. Is it the right way to do it? I don't know. Uh, is there a right way there's, to do it? No, I, no. No. There's no. There's no right way to do it. You're right. But all I can do is be like, I like these photos and this is what I want to put out. And I go back to like the photo of me crying because, you know, there's people on the internet will be like, oh, you know, why do we need to see that? <laughs> because it happens. Right. It really happens. And because I am like so there for posting a highlight reel but you know what I do have bad days like kind of all the time they just like they happen they come you know (laughs) right we all do and I think that's such a you know such a natural part of it absolutely I don't know it's complicated that's all I gotta say do you want to read your quote from Wednesday oh yeah 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 yeah. so last week I watched I binged Wednesday on Netflix the Danny Elfman no, I mean, he Tim, Burton. Tim Burton, Tim Burton, Danny Elfman did the music, um, which was a fantastic show, by the way. I we just absolutely friends. loved it. Super cute. And at one point Wednesday says, and I literally stopped, paused it, wrote this down because I thought it was so perfect. 
She says, and I don't remember at what point she says it. She says, I find social media to be a soul-sucking void of meaningless affirmation. That is 100% what it is. It is. Uh, we're not going to end on such negativity. Do you have, any, <laughs> do you have any, um, anything positive? Anything you like about social media? Well, I love it. I mean, I love social media. You, like, well, you like staying up to date. You love pop culture. I do. And I think it's like, you know, part, there's I'm sure there's a part voyeur in me that like, I want to know what everybody else is doing. I want to, you know, I am, you know, who's going where? What are they doing? And what cute outfit are they wearing? Or, you know. And I mean, there's times where it's just simply as shallow as that. Like, what do I look at those cute shoes? Okay, but we're, here's really going to be my last question for you on social media. And there is a right answer. I really hope you get it right. Oh. What is your favorite thing that you've seen on Instagram in the last week? You've been watching a lot of these videos and they're very just like nothing but goodness. What is it? Like funny Frenchie videos? Like right now I'm literally <laughs> yeah. obsessed. I have one friend that like she and I are... Um, go like just send like memes back and forth or like different accounts and i right now i'm obsessed with um number one dogs who talk oh. i love <laughs> dogs who talk um frenchies any frenchie video anything yeah right now i mean i don't even know like how this came about but all all of my feet are like f- farting frenchies <laughs> which again having had a frenchie i like it's all relatable and then kids kids who cuss like, <laughs> oh god okay i don't love that but. like that's another one like i'm loving like and not even just cussing but like even just funny like mm-hmm. funny stuff like i watched one today and this kid's all walking out of a room and he's like he's going with he's like has his hands on the diaper and his mom's already doing he's all i gotta go take a shit <laughs> like just silly like i mean for me it's really mindless stuff yeah but that's but, that's but the goodness too like it's oh not- sure absolutely it's, it's almost bettering your life because at least it brings you joy you know and i think there's a lot of positivity in that too and what same question back to you what's the best thing you've seen thank you so much for asking i since being back on instagram have actually very specifically i i when i got back on i actually muted just pretty much everybody i really only follow a ham or i follow a bunch of people but i only like on my feed there's only a handful and there are just some influencers that i think are to me trying to live really authentically and show that and i'm really inspired by them and um it's i'll say i'll just it's shut the kill up i think she's amazing and i think her journey um she's a mom and that's like a big part of she was an influencer before she was a mom she's still a mom um, and an influencer but she um has is is divorced from her husband and and that journey and watching her step away from social media to process that and like the way she's navigated it i just think is really beautiful so she's somebody that i really just enjoy her content and it's full of just really goodness um olivia nasita is another influencer that i really like that is her content is very very curated in a way that is very like aesthetically pleasing um, but she has a podcast about sober curiosity, which I think yep. is is really beautiful. So just following people that make me really happy. And then my friends. I love seeing, you know, my friends' content. I, you know, to be honest with you, I probably mute most of my friends because, you know, just <laughs> because. But just trying to keep it a place that when I'm on, it makes me happy. And it sure. just, like, fills me with joy. Like, not looking for anything in particular, but just, like knowing that goodness is out there. I just remembered um, some other accounts that I really like. Okay, go ahead, Cheryl. Um, I really, right now, really into accounts that help me with my hip 
mobility. Oh my God, you're right. Your uh-huh. functional movement. Uh-huh. My, my movement and um, the way my hips are and my knees. Do you want to shout out your your that one account that you follow? Do you know uh-huh. what it is? Heal with Consciousness. Heal with Consciousness. I love, I love them. And I literally love, like I save them all and I work on them. Those yeah. are like part of my... When I'm in a routine, (laughs) an exercise routine, Mm -hmm. that's a part of my nightly thing. Like I go through like all the different movements that they provide so that I could have some good hip flexibility. So that's, that's, that's me right now. Food, uh, food accounts, dog accounts, food accounts, hip mobility. Oh yeah. I also want to shout out Owen Hahn. He makes sandwiches and it's like the <laughs> AS, it's like ASMR. It's so good. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. If you've stayed this long and listened to the, our whole first episode, we are beyond excited to be starting this podcast journey. We have many more ideas for episodes, so we're excited to share. Uh, please like and rate this podcast five stars specifically. Five stars. Um, leave cute comments for us i mean i anticipate that most of our our friends are gonna listen so you know um you better be good about it and um also subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts thank you for joining us (laughs) 